Hello and welcome to Detox for Vibrant Health. I'm your host, Jessica Green. Thank you for joining. Hi everyone, Jessica here with Jessica Green Wellness. And today is number four of my Detox for Autoimmune series. And I'm so happy to be here today chatting with you all. And today uh, we're talking about glyphosate and um, their formulations. And <clears throat> so I thought that this was an important piece to talk about. And um, I'll start off just with a little bit of a story. So, you know, a few years ago, I read a parenting book. I had just had a baby girl and I was really wanting to get some more tips and tricks on how to raise her. And um, there was one piece of advice, though, that I saw, and it kind of jarred me a little bit. And that advice was to not worry about feeding your baby or toddler organic foods. Now, I didn't take that advice. Being me, I knew I, it didn't sit well for a variety of reasons, and one of those being uh, just herbicides and pesticides applied to uh, conventionally grown foods. So... Um, you know, originally I was just planning on covering some, uh, one toxic component of herbicides and that was glyphosate. But as I was doing a little bit of research around the issue, I, uh, realized that there are contaminants in these herbicides that even might even be more problematic. And, uh, that is the formulations of herbicides will matter just as much and sometimes more than whether or not glyphosate is added. So today I'm going to cover some of the different components of herbicides and then show you how easy it is to avoid these at the grocery store and your garden. <clears throat> Excuse me, I have a little bit of a um, cold today, but I am charging on. Um, so just starting out, uh, according to Dr. Klinghart at Sophia Health Institute, glyphosate combines strongly with aluminum and fluoride. Uh, to lodge in the pineal gland and the thyroid. Now, aluminum is highly toxic and often will cross the blood-brain barrier. Fluoride, though, it sits in the iodine receptor uh, site for the thyroid, and so your thyroid starves of iodine. So even if you're eating iodized salt or um, plenty of seaweed, um, the, the fluoride kind of already took the spot there, right? And kind of same thing as chlorine as well. And I know I've talked about that um, previously in my water episode. So, um, and there's a few other things. According to Dr. Senef, uh, who's an MIT doctor, uh, urine tests show that Americans have about 10 times the amount of glyphosate in their system as European ca uh, counterparts. And uh, this is significant because it, it does have quite an effect. And she's been studying a variety of effects. Uh, some of them are causal. Some of them she's gathering more research on uh, about the effects of glyphosate on our body. And uh, glyphosate, besides um, the couple of issues that I mentioned before, it also dysregulates folate and methylation pathways, which isn't good for our detoxification process and also processing and absorbing of vitamins. She's also linked glyphosate to the rise in autism, Alzheimer's, and autoimmune conditions which is why we're talking about it here today. It's also a causal factor in leaky gut. 
in part because it destroys the gut bacteria because glyphosate is also an antibiotic. And this means it also damages our mitochondria, which is our energy powerhouse. Mitochondria is very important to our overall health and well-being. <clears throat> Additionally, glyphosate has been linked to the development of celiac disease, gut imbalances, and of course, thyroid disorders, which I mentioned before. And it also um, is linked to cancer and kidney disease. Now, <clears throat> I mentioned that the formulations are also really important to look at. And, uh, and this is because they often include oxidized petroleum distillates, such as family of POEAs, and these formulations are highly endocrine disruptive. Uh, other contaminants, and this isn't uncommon at all to find these in the formulations, but um, they can include arsenic, cobalt, chromium, nickel, and lead. And these were all very present in numerous uh, pesticide formulations that were researched in the study that I, I had found. And these were higher uh, than the levels uh, that would be admissible in water. So very important to think about. These are both toxic and endocrine disrupting um, uh, heavy metals and chemicals that we're seeing in the formulations. So, um, and also according to study in Science Direct, it appears that the accumulation of heavy metals and POEAs in the soil and of course in the plants is perhaps a little worse than the glyphosate component on its own. So what that means is that even if manufacturers like Monsanto and the other manufacturers that use glyphosate in their formulations, even if they were to switch it out to something else, the actual entirety of the formulation would still be highly toxic. So just something to keep in mind there. Um, so, and I don't want to scare you because it really all comes back to uh, the book I mentioned above, Is Eating Non-Organic Foods Safe? And I'm really not convinced that that's the case. Uh, anyway, you can reduce your exposure, and it's important to reduce your body's toxic load, and it's even more important for your children because they're more fragile than us grown-ups, right? They're growing at a much uh, faster rate. Their bones, their bodies are just completely much more fragile than ours. So it's really important to look at everything that we give them. I also mentioned above that the use of herbicides and pesticides in the garden is important to look at. So when we apply things like Roundup ourselves on our lawn, for instance, it's horrible to say this, but we typically spray or apply much higher concentrations than what would be used in agricultural practices. And what's worse is that it's not uncommon for children or pets to walk all over and play in this shortly after applying it, like maybe within a couple of days and then eventually bring it indoors, either on their shoes or on their um, clothes. And that just gets onto everything. It also gets onto their skin. And we absorb about 60% of the materials that land on our skin in terms of chemicals. So uh, definitely something to look at. So what do we do? Well, one thing, buy organic. So look for in-season foods uh, in order to keep the costs lower. And keep an eye out for sales. There are definitely sales that happen during peak seasons of like blueberry season, strawberry season. You could buy in bulk and then freeze some of them. You could also look for lower cost animal proteins like ground meat uh, or do a meatless Monday to help save a little extra bit of money. And if you tolerate beans, buying beans in bulk is a great option. Just be sure to soak them overnight 
uh, before you cook them. And try to keep away from super processed foods like pre-made meals, even if they're organic, as they could be higher in cost than cooking from scratch. And they also have a higher risk of other contaminants getting into the food itself through all that processing. And for your garden, instead of using herbicides in the garden, consider spraying weeds with a vinegar and water mixture. You could pour boiling water on weeds growing in cracks to um, help kill those off. So like cracks in your walkways, boiling water works just great. Uh, of course, you could always pull the weeds. If you feel overwhelmed though, hiring some people for the weekend to pull weeds so that you could get caught up is always helpful. And uh, I also wanted to point out an article, and I'll definitely put the link uh, below. Uh, there's an article in EcoWatch. It has 12 ways to get rid of weeds without using Roundup. So I'll include that in a bit. Now, finally, I wanted to talk to you about how you can detox from glyphosate in particular, because we'll talk a little bit more about heavy metals in another episode. So I won't cover that now. But just for glyphosate, you could look at humic and fulvic acids. These are minerals found in soils that could help improve detoxification and restore nutrient deficiencies in the body through improving digestion. There's also zeobind, which I think I've talked a little bit about before on social media. I use this myself. This is a natural zeolite. It works much like charcoal through binding to toxins and removing accumulations. Also, there's probiotics. Uh, that are capable of fully metabolizing glyphosate. And these are primarily found in apple cider vinegar and sauerkraut. And there's also something called spore probiotics, which is what I use. I use Megaspore specifically. And that supplies bacteria beneficial to glyphosate detoxification. And one last thing I wanted to bring up was something called Restore. It's a supplement that uses carbon-based redox molecules from the soil to help restore communication between mitochondria cells, sorry, mitochondria cells and bacteria. And this is specifically used for glyphosate detoxification. So you've got a number of ways to help bind out, take out some of the glyphosate. But of course, first rule is always to reduce your toxic exposure to begin with. So <clears throat> that is that is everything that I wanted to cover with you today. I felt like I kind of sped through that. I am so happy to answer any questions and I'll be posting this in a minute as well as some of the links that I talked about as well so that you have those resources. You could do a little bit more research on your, uh, for yourself if you'd like. And I hope that you found this very helpful. So take care and we'll see you again next week. Bye now.